Aloha, this is Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. In this episode, I interviewed Omar Spahi and Hanameen Shannon to promote their Kickstarter project, Help, the Hero Initiative Anthology. Let's get started. Joining me on this very special and important interview are Omar Spahi and Hannah Means Shannon. Um, now, I'm going to give a brief history be- um, of, of, our, um, of Omar and Hannah. So Omar is a TV animation writer. Um, he's written for Ben 10 and Sonic Prime and a comic book um, writer. He co-created Getting It Together from Image. The trade was recently re- released this year on March 24th. He is also the executive producer from the Netflix movie Code 8, and I just got word that they're going to be filming the second movie um, this winter. Omar is also a podcaster for the Dreamer Comic Podcast. That podcast interviews a different comic book creator in each episode. Hannah, um, she is a comic book scholar who has published articles on the works of Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman. She is the managing editor of Waxwork Comics. She was recently managing editor at Heavy Metal Magazine, and she was um, executive editor for ComicCon.com, associate editor at Dark Horse, and editor-in-chief at Bleeding Hool. Now, you know, Hannah and Omar, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Thanks so much for having us, Jason. It's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Jason. It's really great of you to bring attention to this campaign and this project. No, thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Just thank you very much for your time. Um, Before we start the interview, um, I want to give a big shout out to Eric Burnham. Now, Eric is a writer on IDW's um, Godzilla's Monster and Protectors miniseries that's going on right now. Um, What Eric did was he got the ball rolling on this interview. And what it is, he's, he posted, you know, on his Twitter feed, you know, this Kickstarter one week before the campaign started. So again, I just want to give Eric Berno a big shout out. So Eric, thank you very much. Now, um, before we start getting into the, um, the Hero Initiative and the Kickstarter, where can listeners follow you on um, social media? I'm going to give, if listeners are out there and they want to follow me on social media, check out the Help Here in Israel page first. That would really mean a lot to, to both Hannah and I. Uh, go there and check it out. Go to kickstarter.com, type in uh, Help Anthology, and it'll come up. It's a project we love. Um, and, and really check it out there. I think that would be, if you want to check us out, you can find us through there. <laughs> I'll give my contacts because I'm always posting about this. So maybe it'll, it'll bring some more there attention. You go. Uh, and we have updates on the project occasionally, and I post them. So look on Twitter at, at Hannah Menzies to, to find me on Twitter and see what I'm posting. Um, that's where I am most of the time anyway. Thank you very much. Now, before we talk about Help, the Hero Initiative Anthology Kickstarter, you know, I just wanted to get give listeners a little bit of background on the life of a comic book creator. You know, like for me... As a comic book fan, I have a steady nine-to-five job, you know, that has a steady income and for insurance. Now, you know, um, Hannah and Omar, you know, may I ask, can you guys, you know, describe to me, you know, what is a what is the life for, you know, most comic book creators? Uh, 
you know, their work life and so forth? Yeah, you know, I, I think speaking for myself, it's always about kind of coming up with new ideas, fresh takes, Definitely. talking to friends about pitches and, and different stuff you have going on um, and, and spreading that word. You know, it's very hand to mouth, you know, uh, for a lot of comic book creators out there. And it can be very difficult to uh, continuously work in comic books because you're either doing Kickstarters, you're doing uh, published work for other companies or doing, you know, creator own stuff. And you're trying to make it work by going to conventions and it's all for a comic book creator. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of difficulties. It's not uh, all glamorous all the time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I can speak more from an editorial perspective from working for different publishers and um, most comic book creators are freelance whether they're writers or artists, colorists, letterers. Um, some get more like, more like exclusive gigs, but that's more with Marvel and DC, and that's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. So the life of a freelancer in various fields is you know, similar in this way, that you have to try to plan all the time what your next thing is and how many you can do at a time so that you can cobble together the income that you know you need to make to support yourself or people mm-hmm. in your life. So uh, that's really stressful anyway, but then uh, the rates in comics, the rate of pay are often not as high as we would like them to be to help support those creators. So that's hard. But there's a third thing, which is what the HERE initiative is really related to, which is that most people who are freelancers don't have health care or retirement. So unless they create their own or find a way to, to subscribe independently to those things. So Uh, That's where these safety nets that the HERO initiative provides come in, is that people might be able to reach out to them if they find they have a sudden medical problem where they can't afford their um, medical treatments. Even if they have insurance, the payments can be high. Or if they've had loss of work, like they couldn't work for a couple of months because they had an injury or an illness. So, for instance, that's just where, you know, the part of the comic life is that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, there are some things we can do to try to help. Okay. You know, Hannah, thank you very much. Um, and um, I, I, Hannah, I know that you mentioned that the HERO initiative is, is, a, like, is a safety net for pretty much the, all the comic book creators. I'm, I'm just going to ask Omar or even, you know, and even Hannah, do you guys want to add anything more about what the HERO initiative is? to our, you know, to explain to our listeners a little bit more in detail. Yeah, uh, the HERO initiative is just like Hannah said, she, she it's really a, um, a um, you know, a, a fund that's kind of been organized to help comic book creators in need. You know, there's a lot of creators who will create iconic characters or work on a big name IP and they don't have anywhere to turn if things get dark, you know, being a freelancer is very hand to mouth in a lot of ways. And sometimes you're expecting your, your work to, you know, get done, but health issues pop up, life pops up, and there's nowhere to go or nowhere to, to, to turn to. And the HERO initiative is, is the place to go to for comic book creators. Um, and it, you know, it gives a lot back to the community. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, without it, I've known a lot of people who personally has helped, and I really believe in, in, in their mission um, to help comic book creators, you know, give that safety net. So it allows... You know, people see the big glamorous lights of comic books. Oh, look, uh, Invincible was a comic book series and Sweet Tooth. And, and they don't see the dark, like, underbelly of, like, you know, 
Herb Trimpey was a uh, co-creator of Wolverine and he recently posted a New York Times article like not I don't know if it was recently but he explaining that you know he was working at Marvel and he lost his job and he didn't know what to do he had to go back to teaching and had to go through this process so uh, the life of a freelancer and comic book creator uh, you just kind of never know if it's going to be feast or famine and sometimes it's feast and you're you know every you think everything is going to stay amazing forever and then you turn the corner and all of a sudden you uh you didn't know that there was going to be some stuff there so we wanted to shed some light on that and and do some bit yeah, I, as far as I understand, um, basically to to work with the Hero Initiative, if you if you need funding, you have to like be demonstrably a comics professional, which means that a certain amount of your income and work is in comics. You can have other work, but it has enough of it has to be in comics, and you apply for help with uh, with these needs. And something I've heard is that they're incredibly fast to respond and talk to people if they, like you can contact them in the middle of a kind of thing you're going through and they'll be there. Uh, one example I was really moved by was um, Michael Oming and Taki Soma, who uh, in around 2017, she had a major health, Taki had a major health crisis and they didn't know what was wrong with her, but she had to keep having all these tests and emergency hospitalizations. And they contacted the Hero Initiative and were immediately uh, talking with them and working with them on those medical expenses. So that's really impressive. And, and she had a diagnosis later of MS, which helped to explain what she was going through. But obviously that leads on to more expense. So they, they were really grateful for the Hero Initiative to be involved. And that, that really won me over. But I also had heard other examples um, online and at conventions of people they had helped. No. And, you know, I think it goes beyond that, too. You know, it's something that's really personal and really private for if somebody needs help or there's something going on. So a lot of people, you know, they what they also allow is for people not to share their stories. And and that sure. to me is, is really amazing that you can go somewhere and not feel like I need to share my story to help, you know, their press. It's like this is a personal issue going on with me and, and they help people behind the scenes. They, you know, the, for every story you, you don't hear, there's so many more uh, for every story you do hear, there's so many more that you don't hear, you know, and uh, it's, it's really powerful what they do and they make a lot, they make a difference in a lot of people's lives. That's so true, Omar. The majority of the people they help are never a matter of public discussion. You know, good deeds are real good deeds when you don't have to go out and chat about them, right? <laughs> so that's cool. Um, what is the origin of this Kickstarter? everything from ideas, how did you guys team up, connecting with the Hero Initiative? Well, I want to give a ton of credit to Hannah because I think we were talking when the pandemic first started and we were worried about the comic book community as a whole through shops. Uh, you know, we didn't know if, if the comic book industry was over um, in a lot of ways, you know, you know, taking three, four months out of the comic book year. Um, it's a very hand-to-mouth industry. And so a lot of people were really, were really having a hard time so I got on the phone with Hannah and we were just, you know, talking about an idea and Hannah's the one who really brought it to life and, and brought all the creators together um, in a really fantastic way. Of course, I'm going to take the opposite side of that because Omar and I have a huge amount in common, but our differences are really interesting and important too. I, I would say Omar like is the one who had the heart for this and, and the um, immediate sort of feeling like we need to do something meaningful. 
he had the, the idea of doing a project and the name of the, the project to be help. We did have a lot to work on, to work out and work on mm-hmm. about what it would be and how it would be brought to the public. We knew we wanted it to be charitable, but that is a process that took many months of figuring out the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. However, um, one thing practical that we realized was that between us, we had a lot of contacts in the comics industry. Just if we put that together, we had a lot of email addresses of, work, of creators we had worked with over the years. So we knew we could at least get people potentially working on this if we could reach out to enough people. Because mm-hmm. you need like a large pool of people to do a project like this. Mm-hmm. In the end, 120 people are on this, worked on this book but we probably reached out to over 300. I was trying to remember the, the, the sort of rate of people who might not be able to do it for a lot of reasons, which we would totally understand at the time. It was just about how people could manage their time to be involved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then correct me if I'm wrong, because I know on the, the, on the um, Kickstarter campaign, um, um, I guess, page, um, I know you guys already have sample pages of, on there already and I know and correct me if I'm wrong but uh, basically the creators that you have writers artists colorists le- um, letters inkers it's all one-page stories right is that correct yes there that was the part of the idea behind the anthology was how do we create something that's not too much of a time energy burden on the people who want to be involved. Mm -hmm. What can we do that's workable for people who are very busy right now? And Mm -hmm. one page stories was part of how to do that. So the book is entirely made of one page stories. Okay. And then I'm going to Omar and Hannah would ask you guys, you know, do you guys have any favorite stories from this anthology that's really stuck out for you guys? It, it's so hard, I think, for, for both of us. But for me personally, like, there's so many stories that I just, like, gravitate towards that I love. You know, like, I love uh, Michael Jan Friedman's story. It's just so fun. You know, they're so it's done so so lightly. And it just takes a very common idea and turns it on a twist. You know, it's, uh, it's taking the idea of a cat stuck in a tree and turning it on its head in a, in a funny way. But I think it's there's so many stories from so many different creators. It's like, it's so hard to, to pick one story or a favorite that, you know, Arun, Arun Singh has done an amazing job and uh, with his story and, and telling a really emotional, personal story. There, there's uh, Zach Kaplan has done a great job with his story. And, I, you know, it's so hard to pick one. There's so many, and I'm, I'm really proud of all the pages that have come forth and come out of the book. I have my, my own answer to that, but Omar, do you want to tell about your story? <laughs> well, so Omar has a story in the in the book. For for my story, you know, it's uh, I, I sometimes battle with depression, and I think um, it's not something I, I talk about openly or freely too often. Mm-hmm. It's something that uh, if I'm asked about it, you know, when you talk about things, you tend to um, invite that that neg- or if you post about something on social media, you tend to invite that sort of negative commentary, you know, Um, we live in a time now where people perception are now reality. And if they say you as somebody who like is openly talking about depression and, and, you know, they, they think, Oh, this person is sad. I don't want to associate with them, but they're human. We all have good days. We all have bad days. Um, And so it's about kind of putting an honest truth out there and and dealing with it. And so I wrote a story um, about reaching out to friends and, you know, 
when you feel down and when I feel down, like I, there's times where I haven't been okay. And, you know, talking to a friend has just helped me feel better, you know, and, and that's to me what my story was about. I love that story. And I, I also love how it contributes to destigmatizing mental health issues, which is important right now in our community. Um, my story, I have a story in here, and I worked with the amazing Alfie Gallagher, who's a British artist, and uh, Taylor Esposito, who's a wonderful letter. And I didn't really know what I would write, but in the end, it was a science fiction sort of story. But it's about sometimes we're in a condition where we're just waiting for good news or better days. And like the people who turn up in our lives to kind of keep us company during those times mm -hmm. end up being the most important, even if they didn't know how to help us, the fact that they just were there and kind of kept us company mm -hmm. um, and how important that can be. But as an editor, I'm not allowed to have a favorite story. So I totally don't because every single person who contributed was giving their time and their energy, which is like a commodity that there's no value you can put on that. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone was digging deep. Yes. And the stories that came out were so amazing that they literally blew my mind as they came in. Two things that I really am glad about was that we said there was no genre restriction, that people could write any kind of story mm -hmm. that they wanted to or draw any kind of story. So we had daily life stories. We had science fiction, fantasy. We had like amazing kind of surreal stories and also very practical stories. But then within that, what people managed to express were just like so beautiful yes. and, and so nice. Um, I think also uh, just being willing to have every kind of art style. I loved that too. Like we had very, very indie, um, like traditional underground kind of styles um, and, and very idiosyncratic, almost political cartooning type styles like um, Bob Fingerman and um, Tony Fleeks. And then we had like these totally polished image comics, sci-fi styles, mm -hmm. you know, with spaceships and things like that visual span showed me kind of what comics can be, like how broad our field is and how talented these people are. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. Omar, I'm going to say thank you very much. Thank you very much for, you know, um, sharing with me and the listeners, you know, um, you know, just a little bit about, you know, what you're going through. Just thank you very much for opening up on that. Thank you very much. Of course. You know, I think we, we all have to be open and, and less judgmental with each other and be okay. open to having these d difficult conversations sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times people don't feel comfortable sharing because, they have issues in the past where somebody has, you know, they said they, you know, they, we all get in our own heads and we say, Oh, you know, I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have done this. Or, you know, we forget the fact that we're human. We make mistakes. We, we, we have issues. And, uh, and I think it's important to say, Hey, listen, we all, we're all human. We all make mistakes and we all have uh, things going on inside of us that people might not see on, on the surface. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, I think it's a really important issue. And, and if I can bring any light to it, but, you know, I, my story was uh, really personal to me, but it, it, Erica, Erica Schnatz did an amazing, amazing job with the art. And, and to me, she like knocked it out of the park. So it's comics is not a, a one person process. It's, it's a really a collaborative process all the way through. Well, thank you. And yeah. Hannah, thank, Hannah, thank you very much, you know, for sharing your story and, and also too, thank you for, you know, um, I, I love your comment about, like you said, as an editor, you know, you, um, you, 
you know, you celebrated all the creators that contribute to this, you know, and, you know, thank you very much, you know, that, um, you know, just to say, you know, that everyone gave their time, basically their heart and soul into this project. So thank you very much. Um, the next question I'm going to ask is, now correct me if I'm wrong, the campaign goal was $500 that was reached. Um, can you guys talk a little bit more about, um, like, you know, I, I know you guys reached that and it's grown, you know, it, the funding has grown, you know, has grown. Can, may I ask, can you guys talk a little bit about that? Like what, what um, uh, about that part? I, I know it's kind of a touchy subject, but if you guys could explain that a little bit more. Like, you know, um, like- oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh -huh. um, well, the, one of the reasons that we could set the goal low was because everyone had donated their time and energy. So we didn't have to make a certain amount of money back to, uh, to cover that. Yes. So the money that is raised just needs to go toward the printer and the shipping. Mm -hmm. um, and in partnering with the HERO initiative on the project, uh, there are some, some other goals in there that relate to the HERO initiative. Like you can get the Steve Dillon sketchbook that the HERO initiative published as one of your options there. And as we announce our stretch goals, we'll see some more crossover with the Hero Initiative too in, in the pro products that we can give back to our supporters mm -hmm. to help them. But yeah, we've, we've blown through it. We've, we've, we're doing really good, but that doesn't mean that it's over. We're, we're in the middle here and we really need everyone to keep spreading the word and keep sharing the message just to get this book out as widely as possible. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think to Hannah's point, it's, it's not... Uh, uh, you know, just about the book. It's about the Hero Initiative and continuing to raise money um, and awareness for the Hero Initiative. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to ask that, you know, if listeners miss out on this Kickstarter, you know, is, or let's say, you know, a listener stumbles across this interview, let's say sometime in November. And I'm just, you know, uh, you know, is there a chance for either him or her to pick up a copy in the future? Yeah, you know, uh, right now, the answer is we don't know. Um, okay. We really hope to have the book out there uh, through the HERO initiative in the future, but we don't know. So, I mean, if people want the book, I would say right now, go check out the Kickstarter page and, and make it happen. But um, there is a chance that in the future, the HERO initiative may be selling it at conventions. Um, and, you know, we might figure out a way to just, you know, get it through the book market or something like that. But as of right now, the only chance to get the book is on Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah, we can't, we can't tell exactly yet what avenues there might be. We have hopes about, about where the book will be. Yes. But uh, since we don't have that uh, firmed up yet, we can't really say. But yeah, if you want this book, really, really make an effort now. There's even the digital copies that you can get through supporting the campaign. Um, and it's a wonderful book I'm biased but I think it's a wonderful book just for a reading experience as well as supporting your initiative and if you don't mind Hannah I'm going to add again it's like you know for listeners you know again check out the um, Kickstarter campaign um, um, page because again like I said that there's they've already there's some story there's like about either three or four stories on there and I've read some of them it's like it, it's very it's very touching and very moving um 
um, I'm sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but like I remember reading one story, I think it was like about, um, you know, how about a, um, the, a cat owner, you know, the cat would, you know, is there. Sometimes the cat would bring the wrong present to the owner. You know, it, it was kind of, it was really cute. But in the end, but in that one last panel is that it just said that, you know, a friend is just there you know, just there in need. Because I saw the cat just kind of crawl up to the owner and, you know, was just there when the when the owner was going through some difficult emotional time. And it was just, the cat was just being there for the owner. Just like how friends are supposed to be there, like in in times of need, like how the hero initiative is, should be, is there for the comic book creators there in need. Mm-hmm. And then there's, a, and then I read another story and I can't remember who wrote this, but, it starts off as a science fiction story. It's like um, army troops are trying to battle this huge creature, these creature things. And then you get to the final panel where you see um, a child in the hospital and uh, battling cancer, you know, and I mean, that was just very touching. And then the one of the, and then the doctor and a parent is outside there talking you know, I mean, that's very moving. So, you know, again, listeners, if you guys get a chance, you know, please check out the campaign page. Um, now, um, I'm going to ask, so, you know, this campaign is already a success. Is there a possibility of another help anthology in the future? You know, I, I, I think, um, I don't know that it would be a help anthology or, or something else in the future, but uh, I think, the Hero Initiative is very close to Hannah and I's heart and we would love to continue to find a way to continue to support them in the future. Yeah, and we're still on this path for a while uh, for us. We're gonna be going through this campaign and going through the fulfillment, making sure everyone gets their copies of this great book Mm -hmm. and hopefully looking toward the future toward maybe there's another way to get this book out there. And so I would say that's gonna be our lives for a while. But um, what I love is that this is the first Kickstarter that the Hero Initiative has been involved in and I hope that sets a precedent so that not just they, but other organizations might find ways of working together uh, to create projects in the future. I hope it's, it sort of encourages people mm-hmm. down that road. But yeah, I, I've loved the Hero Initiative ever since I got into comics, so um, that's not going anywhere. I'm sure I'll try to support them in whatever way I can in the future. No, but thank you very much. Okay, um, I'm going to wrap this up. Any last words to our listeners? I, I, I want to thank, first of all, anyone who's donated to the campaign, um, you know, our amazing, amazing list of creators, you know, all the way, uh, you know, we have over 100 creators, you know, I want to name them all right now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, there's so, so many amazing creators who donated their time. Um, and they, uh, most of all, you know, the Hero Initiative and Hannah for, for all they've done for the project. Um, they've really taken it to, uh, a, a, you know, they've turned it up to 11, so to speak, to make this something really something that's beautiful and has so much emotion behind it and uh, hopefully will help a lot of people. Thank you, Omar. I I want to shout out Jim McLaughlin, right, at the Hero Initiative is one of the finest human beings I've ever like, interacted with. He's so humble and nice and sweet, and he's the one who's helped facilitate all of this. Um, while I want everyone to support this book, I would say that there's a lot of ways to help people. 
in comics and a lot of ways to help in your own community. And they're big and small things that you can do. If you want to support comics, this is a great way to do it. But Kickstarter is an awesome platform. And right now there are several other really awesome projects uh, in comics on Kickstarter by creators or creator owned projects where you're, if you support those, you're putting money directly toward a creator who's trying to make a living and support themselves in a difficult time. So, you know, just keep on checking out Kickstarter to support comics, I feel like. Um, I do want to thank a pretty big shout out to Charlie Adlard, the amazing artist, of course, from The Walking Dead and many other projects, who donated the cover for this anthology. And the cover is so important to convey the emotion of the project and what help might mean to people. And when Omar and I were seeing the sketches and stuff come in, we were just blown away by the idea that he had of, of like uh, basically the sunrise coming up and two people there. And it just says it all. And, and he donated that totally free, his time, his energy, he did the colors, he did everything. And he's still helping us and still in touch. But that's, sorry, if you'll bear with me, one more thing. All these creators are still helping us right now. They didn't just create this comic page. They're sharing the links. They're talking about it. We actually have these updates that we're publishing on our Kickstarter page where we've got the story behind the story, where comic creators are giving quotes about how they thought of the idea for their story and carried it out. So you can go and read those updates just on the front page and hear these nice stories often really emotional ones and important ones that creators are telling about their own work too. So thank you to the creators who are continuing to be involved, continue to be involved and support it as we roll this out. Um, you know, again, you know, Omar and Hannah Mahalo, thank you in Hawaii. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview both of you to promote help the hero initiative and Kickstarter. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Um, again, you know, a big mahalo to Eric Burnham. You know, Eric, thank you very much. Um, until next time, guys, aloha. Aloha. Thank you so much. And thank you, Jason, for, for supporting the campaign and, uh, you know, spreading the word about the campaign. It really means a lot. So thank you. Thank you to you as well. So it really, really means a lot. No, but Omar, I'm going to say again, Omar and Hannah, again, thank you very much. You know, thank you for, yeah, just thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you very much, guys. It's okay. been great. Aloha, guys. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> that was my interview with Omar and Hannah. Help the Hero Initiative Anthology Kickstarter campaign is currently going on right now and ends on July 15th. If you are interested in backing this campaign, please go to kickstarter.com and search Help the Hero Initiative Anthology. When you get to that page, there is a list of creators that have contributed to this project. And there are sample pages to check out. Now, if you cannot back this campaign, but you want to donate to the Hero Initiative, please go to theheroinitiative.org. Now, I want to thank, you know, the following. You know, um, I want to thank Omar and Hannah Omar and Hannah, thank you very much for your time um, and giving me the opportunity to interview you guys for this project. So thank you very much. I want to thank Eric Burnham, the writer of Godzilla Monsters and Protectors and Transformers Beast Wars, for getting the ball rolling by posting 
um, posting this ca- um, Kickstarter campaign on his Twitter feed. He posted this. Um, he posted this a week before the campaign was launched. So, Eric, thank you very much. I also want to thank Drew, the co-host for Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. Drew, thank you very much for letting me contribute to your podcast and doing all the heavy lifting behind the scenes. So again, Drew, thank you very much. And finally, I want to thank you, the listeners, for your time and listening to this episode. So thank you very much. Until next time, guys. Aloha.